This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies 931-381-4915 Columbia and Franklin 615-794-1959 or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Bar convenience stores conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ladies and gentlemen, your top seed of Tennessee Volunteers, yo soy Antonio. Que pasa? Bino, que pasa, amigo? Tony B., how are you? Pump. Pump. We're playing some music tonight. I'm pretty pumped about that. We're going to be over at Admiral Pub, and so that'll be fun out in Farragut. And uh, not exactly a beautiful day outside, but we've had a real nice week here. Yeah, precursor to spring week. Yep. Kind of feels good, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I'm not giving them back. I don't know about you. I don't know if you got outside in any of that. But after a couple of weeks ago, I've uh, I've decided that any day it's a kind of above 50, I'm going to try to do my thing, you know? It's a wise decision, Tony. Any day, Anytime you can cheat winter a couple of days, get out and do it. Uh, yeah. Pretty fun today. Got the, got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Aval's going to win a world championship, which can't be a bad thing. Trey Smith won one last year, who listens to us a bunch. Um, and the great Juwan Jennings. Pretty fun, Beanstar. Should be a really good game, Tony. It's, uh, uh, it, I, it's turned out to be the best two teams in football. You couldn't have convinced me Kansas City was one of them prior to the playoffs, but they've certainly shown to be. Mm-hmm. How many balls have won one, Bri? Do we know? I think 50 had played in one. Wow. Is that the number? That's, so, that's amazing. I believe the number who's won one probably is a little bit less than that. I know, Tony. How many? You're kidding, right? No. <laughs> you, I was going to say, wow, you knew something Brian didn't. You think Brian doesn't know and I do? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's asking you. Everybody's so snappy this week. Yeah. We got caller on caller crime. We got people snapping out. We're all snapping on each other. Everybody's mad at everybody. Hey, you know what? There's nothing like the NCAA to bring us all together. Just a unifying force for all of us. Right? Driven everyone crazy. Just a unifying force, you know. (laughs) We're... We're all just too raw from the last battle with them and never had enough time to really recover, and here it is again. So, I can imagine that's why probably Don De Plama was like, get the hell out of my office. So the Vols tomorrow are at A&M. Tennessee's now a number one seed, and they're going to toggle right on that line. Tennessee could probably afford, if you look at it, two more losses. If you want to get that one seed, Two more losses between now and the end of the year. My question for you and the living listener going forward is, is this team a one seed? Is this team going to be able to get home against that schedule with only two losses the rest of the way? Um, and when you look at Tennessee's schedule, 
in a lot of ways, it looks a little easier than you may have thought a couple weeks back because a few teams just are awful. And then you've got a few surprises in there. Um, I I think they'll be favored in every game except at Alabama. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I was talking to Y about I, that last night. We I were, expect they'll be a slight favored Saturday. They're, they're playing a team that plays football tomorrow, a team that can't play offense at all. Tennessee's schedule reads as follows. They've got A&M tomorrow night down there, which is going to be a pack-building, crazy crowd. The A&M, coming off a year last year where they were at the top of the league, desperately needs a win tomorrow for their NCAA chances. Desperately. And it's a quad 1A game in their building, which is a tremendous opportunity. And the thing I don't think Tennessee fans realize is how elite we are. Because we've made it all about um, March, but we're elite. When we go into other teams' buildings now, we're getting their full-throated attention. Their full orange-throated attention being star. And Orange Throat has a pithy, funny report today where he asks about Rephalytics Judd, if he's breaking the judge down up in Greenville. But um, uh, kadoos to you, Orange Throat. Funny stuff. And then Mark's got some stuff on the Aggies, the numbers. I mean, they, they literally play football, football, basketball. It's like uh, basketball, whatever that movie was several years ago. Um, but you've got this one you've got at Arkansas, which you're going to have to generate your own juice at Arkansas. The game against Vanderbilt here, which, again, Vanderbilt's very nature, if they beat you, that counts as two losses. That's a killer. Uh, for you, it's why you hate having them in your league, because Stackhouse gets a lot out of a, a you know a lineup that he's got toggling in the two hundreds. Um, Missouri is is that Missouri there, Bry? It is Missouri there. That'll be played in front of about fifty people, as uh, Gates is uh, having a horrendous second year. A and M here ought to be a win. Auburn here is a coin flip. Alabama down there could be for the league championship, or maybe it's the Auburn game, and then South Carolina and Kentucky. If Tennessee can get home with only two losses the rest of the way, they have a really good shot at getting a one seed if you look at the way the numbers fall. Yes, and probably, Tony, a a real good shot to win the overall league championship. Yeah, that's... um, You guys were talking about that earlier in the week. Yeah. Uh, I, I really believe the Auburn game here uh, will determine who wins the SEC overall champion, a regular season championship. But really, I'm, I mean, I hate to tell you guys this. I'm not trying to sound glib. I don't care about that. I, I, I don't really either, Tony, want, now that we've done it. Yep. This team needs to go far in March. It is time that the, the, I will sacrifice the NC. If you tell me make a deal, Losing, uh, losing Nashville, don't win the championship. Say finish third in the league, but go to the uh, Elite Eight. I'd, I'd trade you right now, Bino. Would you do it? Oh, absolutely, Tony. I'll take that right now. No no questions asked. I, I just think that goes a long way toward your number one seed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, winning. You're right. Yeah. Finishing at the top of the league. You're right. Um, I didn't mean to clap at you. You are right about that. So here's the other thing, right? Not only are they on the one line, but the living listener, this is the highest the Vols have ever been via Vegas. 
this year or any year, even the Grant Admiral teams were, never got to a 3-1 to one favorite to get to a Final Four at any point that year. At one point in the Grant and Admiral years, and we know this because we're degenerates and have friends in high places, at one point they got the 3.5-1, to one, but never 3-1. to one. The significance of that, Vino, the fact that the Vols are now an odds-on favorite to get to the Final Four, and the reason is very simple. It's not some esoteric reason that they just like the Vols and like their colors. No. The thing this team had that that team didn't, is that team had a great defense or a great offense, but not a great. This team has both. This team is 14 on offense, five on defense. That's an elite veteran basketball team that the Vols have. And to you, I say, buckle your seatbelts for the next six weeks. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I mean the the combined offensive and defensive numbers suggest that this is the best team that Rick Barnes has had, Tommy. And so the question becomes. Is it real? How real is it? Or is this another big orange tease? Tennessee so do it's scary. In fact, I, I was thinking about being you know, one day doing a show on the most do franchises in all of sports, and the Vols are among them. That Tennessee basketball team. Brian, how many how many Sweet Sixteens we determined we've been to? Let's go back since 1999. Let's go back 25 years, Brian. They've been to seven since 2000, and they've been to six since 2007. Imagine that, Br- uh, Abino. Six Sweet Sixteens. You remember how celebratory it was for us to win a game in the tournament, how much we used to celebrate? Six of them, Bino. Six Final Fours and only one Elite Eight. Blew a 20-point lead one night. Blew a uh, seven- or nine-point lead against uh, North Carolina late. That would have been a Final Four year. The year against Ohio State, that would have been a Final Four year. The the year we lost to Sister Yeen, that would have been a Final Four. The night we lost to, um, uh, who was it, Bean Star? Um, last year. Purdue. Uh, uh, FAU. That, yeah, FAU. Purdue would have been a Final Four. We lost to Purdue, and they're the chokingest chokers of all time. You know, think about this with Purdue. If Tennessee yeah. the one seed... They won't have to face them in a regional final. That's right. They would avoid them. That's why a one seed significant. Matt Dixon said that 100% of the time when Rick Barnes is a one seed, he goes to the final four. <laughs> it's a good number. It's a great number. 100% of the time. You buying it, me now? If they get to a one seed, are you gonna are you gonna buy or sell Tennessee stock at that point? Uh, if if they get a one seed, Tony, I am buying. The great Mike Hugan, and when we come back, he follows college hoops as closely as anything. This guy's a total degenerate. He told me last night he had three different games on, and the card wasn't very good. I'm gonna ask him if he believes in this Tennessee team. Lenardi bumped him to the one line. Could this be the year of the Big Orange Jubilee? Could this be the year? 865-200-5402, the number. Let's come back on the other side. Let's talk about it. Let's break this thing down scientifically with you and yours as we continue on the other side. Hughie joins the fray. Uh, we talk some A&M in the second hour, get a preview there. And then the third hour, C joins me. 
uh, along with Ali Zen, and we're going to do a little Super Bowl special with some props, some fun. What color Gatorade, Bino, are you going with? You going with the cream and the clear in honor of Barry Bonds? Are you going with uh, orange in honor of the big orange? Are you going with lemon in honor of the Nashville Predators? Who wins the coin I'm flip? I'm going to go uh, with uh, red in honor of the way we're feeling right now, Tony. After this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. Hi, I'm Kurt Green. If you're looking for a great night of acapella music, all you've got to do is come out on the 24th and you'll see us at the Cherry Theater, 7th Element. And you will have such a great time. I'm hoping that all of the community comes out and supports this wonderful concert. It's at 6 p.m. I don't want you to miss it because you can find it so easily on Eventbrite. And just look for 7th Element in France. You're going to love it. Get your tickets today. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. T to the B back with you on the one, the only, jamming on the one, jamming. I I just heard, uh, we were talking about my friends um, at Alumni Hall, and uh, Great Beth Park sent me a thing yesterday. She said, a little text. She says, "Uh, hey, T. Que pasa, amigo? She didn't say that, but she said, we have some incredible baseball stuff we just got in. If you want to let people know that, if they want to get the new baseball stuff for the upcoming season, you believe, guys, one week from tonight, and you talk about somebody that's pump, my boy's going to be in that dugout, young Frank Sinatra, with those teeth, that smile. Hopefully not with a face guard on like he had last year. Bino, you knew that was going to be a rocky start to last year when the man had his jaw wired shut. <laughs> It'll be good to have baseball back, Tony. Yet another distraction. Oh, my God. I hate to call it that. <laughs> well, I mean, it. that's the reality of it. I need a distraction from everybody in my sports world with the exception of my Philadelphia Flyers and my Vols right now. My Vols and Hoops are going to pay me off. They're going to pay me off this year. Pay me off. 
we needed them to play well on Saturday. Oh! Day. I'm, I appreciate them. I really do. Because easily they could be like in the middle of like a three-game skid right now with everything else yeah. going on, and that would suck out loud. Are you freaking kidding me? But, Bino, Jeff, without further ado, you got a little something-something you want to get off your chest, and I got a little Hughie we're going to connect with here. Go ahead. Absolutely, Tony. I, I know you're sick to death of this, as all of us are, but I haven't had much a chance to comment uh, uh, on the NCAA staff going forward. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know it's got us all crazy and snapping at each other. And uh, the, the huge problem is we're dealing with two of the most unpredictable things in the world uh, in the NCAA and the United States court system. Uh, and I don't know about anyone else, but the longer any of this, the longer something like this lingers, uh, the more concerned I become about it, whether that's the way it should be or isn't. That's the way it is. Um, now, I do think ultimately that Tennessee escapes this without any major penalties. I just don't know how that's going to occur, whether it's going to be that they win on Tuesday uh, and and push this thing way back and avoid it. Uh, whether they lose on Tuesday and the NCAA blinks, and that's the way it comes to an end. Yep. Or they lose on Tuesday, uh, the NCAA foolishly issues a notice of allegations, and then Tennessee immediately takes them to court uh, for relief from it. And at that point, I do think it will be much easier to prove harm uh then it it's been to this point so I, I i as as aggravating and agonizing as it is i still believe in the end game uh we see nico play and, huh. and we see play in the postseason that's the most important thing to me people say well why do you nico 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 it's what this is about that's why the ncaa is doing this but at the end of the day uh what you're counting on, and I was cautioning a couple callers of this earlier in the week, you're counting on the NCA behaving rationally. And like you said, you don't know what you're going to get from them from day to day. That's a volatile, vindictive, silly, self-important, um, grasping for straws, wounded animal. And they're going to go, like Marcos Garza, our go-to attorney here, Garza Law, was on here yesterday. And John Adams, 40 years in the game, which asked him a great question. If you were advising the NCAA, what would you say? He'd say, look, and I'll bring Mike Hugan in against this, Hugan in, in against this backdrop on our TLD Logistics hotline, online at tldlogistics.com. But, um, Hugie, yesterday, our attorney, Marcos Garza, who studied this and studied this, was asked by John Adams, what would you advise the NCAA to do if they won on Tuesday? And he said, I would tell them, hey, look, okay, you got a little victory here. You're the Washington Generals. Every once in a while, the ball's going to go in, and you're going to beat the Globetrotters every once in a while, every once in a while. But I would tell them, you need to sit in the room and be a part of the solution instead of marginalizing yourself right out of that room, he said, which they're in danger of doing. And, Hughie, all of college football is watching what's going to happen next week in this Tennessee court that's got Tennessee and Virginia's name on it, but it might as well have the other 50 states' name on it as well. Yeah, I think that 
the NCAA, you know, we've talked about this for two decades on your show. They're they're not a strong organization. They're very reactive instead of proactive. And, you know, last week you had the SEC and Big Ten announcing that they had, you know, sort of an alliance that were going to look into the future of college athletics and all that kind of stuff. I saw some reports that, and I I sort of thought a little bit along the lines of this is like the yet another step toward the super conference aspect, blah, blah, blah. Then I read something today from a, a guy named Matt Brown who mm-hmm. does a really good sports uh, college business uh, newsletter. Say that again? Said, what, what's the newsletter called? I don't even know. I think it's called it's called Extra Points. Okay, Matt, Matt, Matt Brown. Brown. I'm writing that yeah. down. Okay, go and ahead. And he said that, you know, don't, don't, his, you know, I'm sort of paraphrasing, any time conferences say we're joining in an alliance and they send out a press release, take it with, a, you know, a couple thousand grains of salt. Um, the idea, his point was the idea that this is going to be some kind of gigantic undertaking by the Big Ten and SEC. He, he didn't buy that. Um, he did note that it's just those two conferences. Um, and he also said, and I, he's not the only one who said this, the idea that you have the big schools always whining that, oh, you know, we, we, we wanted to do this, we want to do that, but we can't because the Cleveland States and Wisconsin-Milwaukee's and Louisiana Monroe's don't want to. Well, his point is that that's not necessarily the case. Um, I think the NCAA is bloated, and I've said before that you have you have Alabama as a member of the FC, uh, of the of the NCA, and you have Wartburg as a member of the NCA, and that's obviously ridiculousness. But his point is the the power schools can get things done if they truly want to. One of the big problems is the NCA moves at a glacial pace. Um, but there's there's so much stuff going. You know the the Dartmouth thing last week yep. about player unionization, and in talking to people around the country in the last week, that's what everybody's talking about. Um, you had, you know, Dartmouth basketball players aren't even on scholarship. So the idea that they're able to unionize, uh, I was talking to one guy, said that should, you know, it, it depends on what kind of uh, administrator you are. Either you're, oh, my God, and you're shivering, or, oh, interesting, we, we need to start planning for this. Right. Of course, it's, my take off that was, well, every administrator is shivering because none of these people are forward thinkers. Not even Sankey and, and Jim Delaney when Thank he was you. the Big Ten, cha- uh, Big Ten Commissioner. Thank not you. Swafford. Thank you. They're all about what's best for me. Thank you. And that's, and I guess Matt Brown's point in a way was let's not assign too much importance to this Big Ten SEC thing because are they really? Worried about the future of college sports? No. They're worried about the Big Ten and the SEC. And as powerful as Sankey is and as good a commissioner as he is, he's also abdicated his responsibility if any of that responsibility is looking into the future. Now, if it's all about the SEC getting what it can get now, superb commissioner the greatest. If it's about worrying about 10 years down the line, he's done nothing. Uh, you're, you're preaching to the choir, Bino, jump in here with the great Mike Hugan and who joins on the program. Uh, I'll add one thing before Bino goes, and that's this. 
Hughie, they keep talking about how we're going to sit in a room and we're going to come up with some... Where are they? Where are the solutions? Where are the suggestions? How long have we been doing this, Greg Sankey? You're a brilliant guy making millions and millions of dollars. You know, Adam Sparks said something on here last week that I think is really interesting. With a new Sentinel does a great job, by the way. A great job. And Adam kind of said, hey, this thing's a lot more serious than we think it is. And he was right. And I was kind of wrong on the front end of this thing, but I didn't stay wrong as we started to dig into it because it is pretty serious. Anytime you're in the crosshairs, whatever's left of the burning embers of the NCA, but you're still in the crosshairs and you're in court. And like Bino said, nobody as a sports fan, we didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for Kurt Flood in the early seventies, late sixties. I mean, you know, none of this stuff, but at any rate, um, Adam Sparks said one thing you need to keep in mind. Greg Sankey wants the NCAA empowered. Just yeah, that, and that's that's the truth. Exactly right. The part, and I, I think most conference commissioners want the NCAA empowered to an extent. Um, but it, it's the, the organization. I mean, I think Charlie Baker knows what he's doing. Yeah, I just think it's it's sort of too late. It would be like resurrecting Henry Luce. And putting him in charge of Sports Illustrated, dude, that that pony's out out the door and ain't coming back. <laughs> and I think the NCA is, is the same the same way in a way. Kirby I mean, Kirkpatrick it, isn't walking back through that no, door, no, is he, Hughie? No, 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 he's not. Um, or Frank DeFord. or Frank DeFord, who I love. God, I love Frank DeFord. What a great writer. Um, but Bino Jeff, jump in here because Bino Jeff just had a really good player scenario out for Hughie. Bino, as you just played it out, the way this thing's going to go. Well, I, I'm <clears throat> Mike. I, I just think ultimately uh, that um, uh, this is from a Tennessee standpoint, and probably others that are being investigated along with them. I think ultimately they're they're going to avoid any major sanctions. I just don't know whether in Tennessee's case it's going to be them win this case coming up on Tuesday and things get pushed back. They lose the case, and the NCA blinks because they're under they're they're under more duress than from all areas than in any time I can remember. Or Tennessee loses the case, the NCA foolishly issues a notice of of, of violations, and then uh, Tennessee immediately takes them to court for relief. Hugh, you've watched the NCA for a long time. Let me ask you something. And obviously, we're spitballing here. You you know as much as we do about it. When you start dealing with the NCA, which is the spirit of unpredictability and reactability, uh, their their reactivity to everything instead of proactivity toward things. But that said, let's say the court rules in their favor Tuesday, which my uh, attorney, uh, Marcos Garza Garza Law Firm, seemed to think there's a pretty good chance the NCA is going to um, going to succeed on Tuesday because the state hasn't made a compelling enough case. That was Marcos and didn't in the initial. TRO phase, and he, his thing was, well, what's going to change in six days or seven days? Chances are probably not much, but then again, who knows? But let's say the NCAA does win, Hughie. Do you think they stand down, or do you think they proceed? How, how do we, because it, it rational minds would say they would stand down at that point. Yeah, this is going to be fascinating in a way, because, you know, the they, they've gotten two schools for NIL violations, um, Miami and Florida State. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked last week about how the four schools currently under, you know, those two plus Florida and Tennessee had very 
newsworthy NIL dealings. Obviously, Nico or the, the contract with the California quarterback and with in Florida with Rashada. Um, the the FSU and Miami things were done in stealth. Very few people knew about it. Well, the Florida and Tennessee ones are exactly the opposite, and Tennessee especially. So it, it, it's. It's almost as if the NC, if the NCA wins the, on Tuesday, I, I sort, I, I, I'm fascinated to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Are they going to sort of keep going with this? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't. Ultimately, they're going to lose. Um, that's the bottom line. So, I, I, at some point, you, you would think the NCA would cut its losses. And I know, you know, Sankey also last week. Um, you know, it's time to stop worrying about the past. Time to start worrying about the future. Well. See that—that's he—he's right. But why didn't he say that the minute he took over as SEC commissioner? Why hasn't all the commissioners said that? That's the problem. Again, this—this all goes back to the how ineffective the NCA is. And in some respects, you're right. If they win Tuesday, maybe they're like, "Hey, hey, we won something. We quit now." So it is going to be fascinating. But college athletics—I mean. I, you know, I know you're, you guys are huge fans. I'm a huge fan. I have been for, I went to my first college football game in 1969, for God's sake. But I have to admit, the, the pall that has been cast over college athletics, everything is about lawsuits. And you're like, good Lord, it's, it's hard to, you know, I, I, I love watching college basketball on Saturday. And then invariably you wake up Monday morning, oh, there's something else that's in the news controversial about college athletics. So it's, it's getting harder, I think, to be just a hardcore fan. I think that, you know, I, I still am a hardcore fan, but I, I admit that my pleasure is not the same as it was, heck, even 15 years ago. Um, but, it, you know, it, it, the frustrating aspect, and I think I've still said this on your show before when I, when I was a young guy you looked at college sports and you're like okay these people are academicians they're smarter than everybody else well no no they're not in some cases they're dumber than everybody else because I, I i legitimately think you me bino and seven of your listeners could come up with a 10-person group and come up with legitimate rules to follow in college athletics and everything would be further along than what the NCAA has done bumbling and stumbling and fumbling over the last three decades. Yeah, Mike, you're, you're exactly right. It's just, uh, it's, it's everybody trying to get their own pace basically and nobody yeah, rolling in the same that's, direction. That's, that's a fantastic way to put it. I, it's like that James Brown lyric. I got mine. Ain't worried about his. And that's, yeah, it's, it, and that's what it is. It's very true. So, um, and maybe the Big Ten schools and the SEC schools are only worried about themselves. But I've said on your show before, if I'm Mississippi State, I'm still worried because I ain't Alabama. And at some point, you got to think Alabama's going to look at Mississippi State and say, They're, they don't belong with me. Get them out of here. So uh, I think that's going to happen in a lot of cases. It already happened to Oregon State and Washington State. Mike, you mentioned Charlie Baker and coming in too late. Uh, I've heard he's a really intelligent, level-headed guy. I'm stunned that he hasn't pulled back the reins on some of this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if he can. I really don't. Um, I, I think you really—he he is a politician, and that's—it's fine. He's a Republican, 
who got stuff done in Massachusetts, which is a heavily Democratic state. He knows how to work both sides of the aisle. So presumably that means that he is a schmoozer, a backslapper, and a deal-maker, and a consensus seeker, which is what you need with the NCAA president. He followed a guy who was, I don't know what Mark Emmer did, except cash a gigantic paycheck. It's ridiculous in retrospect. You look at the Emmert era, and good Lord, it was brutal. So maybe Baker has ideas that he hasn't been able to put in place yet. The the NCA is a bureaucracy, and yes, all all governments are bureaucracies as well. It's sort of it's hard for me to believe that the NCA bureaucracy is worse than a state bureaucracy. Maybe it is, but. I think Baker does have his heart in the right place. I think he is thinking about the future. The problem is I'm not sure with the way things have gone in the NCAA in the last 30 years if he has much sway to get things done anymore. Yep. Um, because I think I think there's a certain segment of the fan base, especially young ones, who are like, the NCAA is worthless, who needs it? Um, then you've got a certain segment of the fan base who's older, College sports is out of control. It's never going to come back. The toothpaste can't be put into the tube. I'm getting sick of it. Um, so you got two very disparate base, fan bases there. I think there are some more reasonable fans out there who understand this, this is a very difficult time. But the time has been made more difficult because of the NCAA. The idea that Tennessee, the state of Tennessee, is suing the NCAA. Ridiculous. That should give you an idea of how screwed up the NCAA is. And, and you know what? You use the term exhausting. Matt Dixon made a good point. He said you're almost better off being a casual fan of college sports. Somebody just turns it on on Saturdays or or a basketball game every once in a while rather than being immersed in this stuff and don't read a word about it. Yep, exactly. And that's what, I'm going to tell you something. That's a dangerous place they're driving themselves to because if people become casual, they can live without it. And all it takes is a couple rulings, like a ruling against uh, Nico here, uh, and they pry him loose from Tennessee. I mean, if I was a uh, just somebody not doing this for a living, but just somebody out there, uh, Tennessee fan, obviously I have to stay engaged. It's my job, no matter what happens at the end of this thing. I'd, but I'm telling you right now, if no, I was I, a I young fan, right. I'd say screw yeah. it. I'd walk yeah. away from it. I'm yeah. telling you, I'd say that's wrestling. Why yeah. would I bother yeah. myself with that? And it's not just, I mean, think about everything that's, okay, I think we talked last week some about, okay, if you're, a, if you're a Tennessee booster or a Florida booster or Ohio State, Alabama, whatever, okay, you're paying a heck of a lot more money for season tickets than you used to. Okay, you've, already, you, you've always donated money to the school. Maybe you've donated to your college. You know, I, I was an education major, so I'm donating to college of education, and I'm giving money to the athletic department. Well, now they're asking you to fund player payment with NIL. At what point does a fan say, I, 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 I don't want to spend any more money on this. If they go five and seven, so be it. And you're right. I'll just lose interest and do other yep. stuff on a Saturday. But, you know, I guess I saw a tweet. Each SEC school is going to be getting $50.1 from its TV deal yep. uh, the 2023. 
in 2023. Hugie, which means what to a rank and file fan? They're still paying more and more and more for tickets. They're not getting a they're not getting a ticket break. They're not getting a break. Danny White's not going to send a thing out. And go, you don't get fifty million dollars this year. We're going to half the tickets for everybody. Hey, Casey Ross, good luck with that. Good luck. Exactly, exactly right. And you know, and uh, and I would argue that the. The, we, we've argued about the nine-game SEC schedule yep. on your show before, too. You're also asking fans to pay for garbage games. Garbage. Garbage games. Garbage. And it's almost like I think the powers that be in the NF, in college sports are like, well, the fans are always going to be there. Yep. If we keep soaking them for money, they're going to keep paying. Yep. I think there is going to be a point where, no, I ain't doing that anymore. I ain't buying season tickets. I'll buy single game tickets or whatever because I'm not paying a hundred dollars to watch Tennessee play Lamar or Florida play McNeese State. You're bowing your head when Mike Huguenin speaks on. I we, we I wasn't going to bring him out here to talk about this, but Bino introduced a segment because Hughie is a hoops freak, and the Volunteers are at the top of the sport. Brian, how many Sweet Sixteens? Have we been to since? Well, let me get let me get Hugie to guess us. The numbers since twenty oh seven. How many Sweet Sixteens for the basketball team here, Hugie? One. Go ahead, Brian. How many? Brian Hartman. Okay, I didn't I didn't hear Mike guess. He I guessed he guessed one. How many Sweet Sixteens for the basketball balls? Listen to this, Hugie. They've been to six. Six, oh, Hugie. Hugie. These guys are due. They've been to twice as many as Indiana during that same dispensation. Yeah, that idea that Indiana remains a blue blood is, is sort of ridiculous. We're the we're the only school that that has the type of uh, profile that we have that hasn't been to a Final Four. Yesterday, Joe Lenardi moved the Vols to the one line. Now, here's the significance, Brian. What percent of the time during Rick Barnes's illustrious career, and we kind of call him. Uh, in a joking way here, no offense to him, Mr. March, because he knows how to flame out like we do. He's the perfect coach for this place, as Matt Dixon once said. Uh, but, Bino, what, Brian, what is the correlation? Tell Hugie. What percent of the time? 100% of the time. Hugie. Every time he's a one seed, he goes to the Final Four. Of course, he's one for one. So, here's the question to you. If the volunteers can get through this gauntlet coming up, and they can lasso a one seed. With everything I just laid before you, are you buying, selling, or trading them as a Final Four basketball team going into the tourney as a one seed? I, I don't think they get to the Final Four. No. Um, and, and part of that is is history. And I, the, Oh, the stop. Idea, the idea that the past c- controls the present, obviously, is ludicrous. Um, I just... You know, I watched them play South Carolina. Um, that, that what a phenomenal story that is, South Carolina. I mean, good lord! You're going to pick the South Carolina no, game? No, no, no. What about the Kentucky? Come on! Well, that, that's true. Um, but I also saw Florida beat Kentucky. Oh. Kentucky. When, when are people going to realize that Calipari is the most underachieving coach in the last 25 years in college athletics, much less college basketball? Um, I, I think Tennessee is the best team in the SEC, um, and the SEC is the second-best league to me. I just don't know if there's an SEC team that is a Final Four team. That's the problem, though, I have with looking at Final Four. Outside of UConn, 
I'm not sure who's a for sure Final Four team. So that's a, obviously a gigantic positive for the Vols. I, I'm not I'm not buying Purdue. Um, Edie's awesome, but some of his role players surrounding him disappear at times. I think Houston's too focused on defense. Uh, I'm not sure offensively they're that good. I know Arizona is hot, but you know they should have lost to Utah last mm. night. I ain't buying Alabama. I ain't buying Auburn. Um, North Carolina. I, I don't know. Um, Who are you buying? You're buying any of these teams? Come on, you, we got to buy us. UConn is the only one right now. I think that is a Final Four team that I, that I'm confident in saying is getting to the Final Four. The other ones I can all make cases against. Um, and obviously, there's going to be four four teams there, and one might not be UConn. But it, it, it's the last. In this, the, what are we? March. This is February ninth. So we got about four weeks of the season left. Yep. I mean, good lord, this has been phenomenal so far. Great season. Um, I mean, Gonzaga may not make the tournament for goodness' yep. sake. And they're with. So, and by the way, they're at Kentucky tomorrow. In a huge game for both teams. A huge game for both teams. Hey, Kentucky's looking at becoming a quad two game if they lose tomorrow yeah, for some people. Has, you, you look at their, you look at the rosters in the SEC. I don't you, you, sheer talent. N- nobody is as good as, as Kentucky. Nobody. Yep. And yet, there they are. So, um, no, I think connect. I, I got to think that even Barnes and his staff are surprised by how good this kid is. Um, Ziegler, I think him being out last year was gigantic for Tennessee. Um, he, he does make them go in a lot of respects. So, yeah, I think it, obviously it, the, the draw you get, but um, I'm, I'm not down specific on Tennessee. I'm down almost everybody in terms of getting to the Final Four. Made me feel but better. I do think, I do think Tennessee is going to win the SEC title, though. Huggy, When's the last time that happened? Our last SEC regular season title. Regular season. Yeah. B, uh, Brian was when? That was a split with Auburn in 2018, and they won the SEC tourney title in 2022. When was the last time they won it by themselves? Uh, 2008, I think. Okay. See, we've had really good, high-level, sustained they, they, success yeah, I mean, here. Barnes, Barnes is a good coach. He's very good. For whatever reason, his teams don't push past the finish line. No. For they they get to the finish and they're gassed. Yeah, or they're like my Sixers. Joel Embiid's hurt every year, you know, and they're playing on one leg. Or you know, I, hopefully this year, hopefully this year is different. I'm counting on the fact that we've got a superstar in that sport in Dalton Connect, and superstars in March. The great Maury okay, Hanks yeah. told me one time, if you want to win in March, have NBA players NBA on your players. team. Yep, exactly. it's and that guy's an NBA player. Sniper man, he can hit. Yeah, God, he can shoot. Away. I mean, and he can get up high too. When he, when he gets in the NBA, the way he can get off the ground, he is going to be a lot of fun. He'll be a franchise favorite somewhere. I don't know how effective he'll be, but he'll have some highlight clips in that league. A white guy that can jump to the moon, kind of like is, me in high school, man. Before my injuries, got phenomenal range and yep. he's fun to watch. Um, there's a certain flamboyance to his game, which is good because he, you know, he, he's extremely confident when he shoots the three. And again, I, I'm a kid from Northern Colorado. You're like, oh, he was really good in the Big Sky. Well, he's even better in the SEC. Crazy, and that's what's shocking to me. Yep. This guy was good in the Big Sky, and he's even better in the SEC. Higgy, you're my man. Who wins the Super Bowl on the way out? 
I think it's going to be the Chiefs because I, I wow. trust Mahomes more than I trust Purdy. Where do you have Mahomes all-time quarterback? Let's spitball here. All-time. Where do you got him? It's hard. But I, 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 yeah, I need more years, but, I mean, he's certainly on his way to a top five, man. Can you imagine that? Just incredible. He's not out of his twenties yet. He's going to have three Super Bowls. He's not out of his twenties. I can't believe. I still can't believe he's this good because I was not convinced he would be this good in the NFL. Well, he looks like a little duck out there, and he's funny. His funny little helmet and that thing he wears, that uh, the do rag or whatever over his head. I mean, he's just so confident. So great. Team feeds off that. Uh, Obviously, having Kelsey. uh, What I don't understand: How can Kelsey? Seemingly be always open. If you're an opposing defensive coordinator, you look at the Chiefs receivers. Those guys reek. That's got five guys on Kelsey. Awful. And he'd still be open. It's incredible. Hugie, you're my man. Thank you. All right, talk to you next week. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. TLD Logistics Hotline online at tldlogistics.com. Bino, he had, he ignored my um, pumping myself up before my injuries about how I had a game like Connect. Well, he's been on here 20 years, Tommy. He had a pretty good uh, thought, though, on how exhausting this is, Beanstar. Yeah. Don't we Don't we go to this for kind of a little bit of a refuge and all that stuff? I mean, I would think, right, right? to get away from the cruel world? Yep, way, way too complicated anymore, Tony. I mean, when I'm having to turn my blog over to a couple of attorneys – who chose to help us, you know, this week, and I don't understand half of what's on my blog, probably not a good sign, Bino, but people gave me great feedback on it in terms of just kind of trying to guide us along as we're doing over at tclub.team. Today we've got some really great stuff on tomorrow's matchup, tomorrow evening with Texas A&M. We'll be on McGarza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime, taking your calls as soon as that one goes final. I'll be in here. Al and Bry were... Um, with you the other night after the South Carolina game. Very unfortunately negative, uh, those two guys were, but I'll be positive. One thing that I'm positive about is that for 20-plus years, myself, and I got to know Brad at Bradley Shockload, and he was in the old Thrifty Nickel building. Brad and I was like on a station where you could broadcast on somebody's braces, and probably have greater range. Brad, we've come a long way, baby. I'm, I'm all over the world now with thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners with the show of record. And you, sir, are at a posh, beautiful spot with your own chocolate factory. When you go by there, you'll see the conveyor belts. You'll see the ovens. You'll see them in the back making the chocolate, making stuff. And this year, Brad is up this game. Because on the 13th and 14th, chocolate-covered strawberries at Bradley's are going to come in milk chocolate, white chocolate, and this year, ha, dark chocolate. Ha, who am I doing, Bri? Ha, dark chocolate, Bri. Be great, Leroy Williams. You better believe. You better believe that. They also have uh, assorted chocolates. They have gifts, gift baskets, gift bags, gift boxes, chocolate-covered popcorn, a Jim's Tennessee walking sticks. Brian, have you ever had one of them with the caramel, the pretzel, the chocolate? Those are insane. Oh, yeah, I love those things. And yeah, for, you, when you hear Brian say he loves something, hey, hey, Bino, Brian's a tough crowd, isn't he? When you get him to say he loves something, Brian's what we call a tough crowd. 
Oh, abs- absolutely, especially from the food world. Ah, uh huh. Uh-huh. Bradley Chocolate, one forty-one North Peters Road, one forty-one North Peters Road, Bradley's. I hate that stuff, man. That NCA stuff. I just, I'm so sick of it. Wow. I've tried so hard this week to kind of keep the show away from it. I've tried so hard this week to keep the show away from it. I don't know how I've done because it's hard not to have it filter into everything. But I've tried very hard because you could really get fixated on it. And then what are we doing? And like Bino said, how? I mean, I, I could tell you that tomorrow night A&M's going to play a lot of junk defenses. Wade Taylor can shoot the ball and can score. Uh, they are impossible to watch on offense. They're hideous, in fact, offensively. And kind of predict what the outcome, what that game's going to look like. When you get uh, the NCAA, the University of Tennessee, and the court of law involved, I mean, how are you going to talk about that intelligently? I think you've done a really good job of balancing this week, Tony. You know, there's, there's nothing you could do about it being the week of the trial. Um so you, I think you balanced it 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 really well. Yeah, and, I, you know, yeah. come on here. And I'll, I'll come on here every day and second guess coaches when I don't know a thing about it. But I'm not coming on here second guessing any attorneys. I do think it was really interesting though that one of the opinions we had was talking about how they were a little disappointed in the judges' initial ruling the other day that it was a little goofy, and then Marco said, "Yeah, that's true." And then the case the state made probably wasn't all that compelling and those guys are allowed to second guess so because that's their realm it is certainly not mine we come back we'll get some calls in also though uh those of you that are on hold and i want to be very 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 um aware that this is your time but we're going to do a quick segment with somebody from texas a&m regarding that game tomorrow and then we'll get into calls so if you want to hang on, Olin Buchanan's going to join us on the other side. But you'll get on in the next segment because I'm not going to do a ton with him because it's Texas A&M basketball and I don't want to put you to sleep. We come back on the other side, hour two on your radio after this. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing, life changing fun. Please play responsibly. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. 
Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today, I'm in downtown Columbia, Tennessee at Foodland. I'm speaking with Miles Johnson, your local grocer, right here at Foodland. Foodland is a place is, it's friendly, folks. You come in, they know you. They're hometown folks. They'll help you out. And this week, they've got some specials. Miles, tell us about what the specials are for this coming week. All righty. Well, this week we have ribeye steak, six ninety nine a pound, green cabbage, sixty nine cents a pound, food club cheeses, five for ten, Kingsford charcoal, nine ninety nine, and Coca Cola twelve packs, five ninety nine each. All right, and as usual, the specials in this circular will run from Wednesday until next Tuesday, and next Wednesday you'll have a new circular out with more specials, right? That is correct. Okay, and folks, once again, the meat department here at Foodland is the best in Murray County. Guys who grill, come to Foodland. Miles, have a great week. Thank you, you too. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you. I think I'm rubbing off on Brian Hartman because we're going to go back to our TLD Logistics Hotline. Bino, do you think I've had a deleterious effect on Al and Bry in terms of uh, the negativity negativity? that they were spewing after a 20-point win the other night. I'm, I'm, I'm worried I've turned those dudes into monsters. I stand against any ripping of Alex and Brian for their performance that night. I, I listened to most of it. I thought they did an outstanding job. I didn't I didn't hear a whole lot of negativity. Uh, well, you know, about amount of shots that Vesco takes, and, and we do need him to look for his shot more going forward. I have uh, decided to, due to the charges against me, take a self-imposed ban from all post games, and that ban will end tomorrow night around 10 p.m. Eastern. So yeah, I'm counting down the hours as we speak. I heard Weisenheimer Tony say uh, he wished that's what I would do. Oh, wow. Okay, well. Uh, never mind asking you that. But, you know, you're having that thing again right in time when you, um, if you could dismount and come back with us. In the TLD Logistics Hotline now joining us, Olin Buchanan now taking a few. TexasAgs.com. Olin, I understand before we get in here that you've got a pass with the great Rick Barnes, who some in our fan base, you know, like I guess he's won too much or – doesn't win in March or whatever it is, but this guy, uh, all this dude does is win. And you were there when that moron, and I do mean moron, Steve Patterson fired him. First of all, what was it like covering that scene when that moron was there? Well, well, I was already moved on. Okay, I was there when I was there when uh, uh, Rick was hired at Texas. Wow, uh, and and turned the, the the program around and got him to the. To the final four. I wasn't actually covering them. I was on the sports staff. Uh, but of course, if you're on the staff, you go to a, a lot of games and sometimes you, you, you pick up here and there. The first time I ever met Rick, I was in the airport in Austin waiting to, to, to go cover a, a women's basketball game, probably at Tennessee. And, uh, he comes over to me and says, you're old Buchanan. I said, yes, sir. He said, I thought you'd be a lot, uh, I thought you'd be a lot younger than that. Or I thought you'd look a lot younger than you do. And, you know, right then he had a good laugh and he's always, uh, you know, every time you'd meet him, uh, just a nice person. 
and a heck of a basketball coach. And I think, uh, I think it was a dark day. Now, I think they've turned things around since then, but, yep. you know, they went to a lot of pro, uh, through a lot of bad times. I think a lot of disappointing times after they, after that dipstick Patterson let it go. Um, and I say dipstick to be nice on a family yes. show, but, uh, what a, what an outstanding person and what an outstanding basketball coach. Um, yeah, I guess historically Texas has given a, I mean, Tennessee's given a lot to Texas with Sam Houston and David Crockett. I guess them and, uh, Rick Barnes out there was going to kind of a sort of payback. It's such a great. Well, and now, and now you you've seen Texas uh, and their fan base, and now A and M. So, which begs the question, right? What is Texas in for when they get into this league? Like, if you could tell them from your perspective, having seen it, having seen the sports, experienced the whole deal, are they going to enjoy this experience, or are they going to rue the day? What do you think? Oh, I mean, I, th- I think they'll be. I think you'll enjoy it because as, as fans and, and media and, be, and even players, because you know, I've covered the big 12 and, and it's like, you know, when Texas plays Oklahoma's huge deal, but you only have to get ready for that once a year. And it's almost a weekly thing in the SEC. And I don't think that's what they realize. So that game, uh, I don't know how followed them last year, but that football game again, Houston, when they almost lost, but they benefited, uh, strangely enough, uh, from a uh, officiating call to, to escape a loss Interesting. from Houston. Or when they escaped Kansas State, or when they escaped, uh, I think it was TCU. Uh, they, they were go- tied with uh, Wyoming with a backup quarterback going to the fourth quarter. Those, I don't think what they realize is those are the games that, that you lose because you've got to be ready every week. The SEC is much less forgiving than the Big 12. Uh, I, I should say unforgiving than the Big 12. Yeah. And that's what Texas is going to find out. And then I think, I think the, uh, I always say this, I think the SEC is going to find out uh, that getting involved with Texas is kind of like marrying a stripper. It seems hot and sexy <laughs> on the outside, but you start realizing you're going to take in all the baggage when they start whining about going to Knoxville, and oh my gosh, some of those people were doing the horns down. Give us a fifteen-yard penalty for that, and that's not going to fly here. But you're going to, you know, you'll you'll see that sometimes maybe the baggage and the drama, you might second guess whether or not it was worth it because they've never been in a conference they haven't killed. Well, and here's the thing, right? Like I was ta- I was watching this. Um mcconaughey guy right watching some of his act on twitter and you know he's real cutesy and this that and the other he's not going to enjoy the sec experience i can tell you that on social media the way the fans be i mean the 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 way the twittiots are clapping it he'll get absolutely clapped at. he'll be like what what happened i thought they all loved me he, he's not going to understand this is he well you know again like everybody else they're going to be in for an awakening uh, i actually applaud any I like it when a celebrity will glom onto his his uh, or her um, program and still be a great fan. I understand yeah. Kenny Chesney is sure. a big fan of Tennessee. I sure. think that's awesome. I, th- I understand uh, Darius Rucker is a big fan of South Carolina. You know, I think that's awesome. So, but um, 
those guys understand, you know, when you're playing in the SEC, again, it's a very unforgiving um, a conference, and, and the fans are going to give you a hard time. But I have to say this. Someone who covers Texas A&M and knows the Aggies, the Aggies have loved their experience in the SEC. Now, they haven't always won, and especially of late, but they would never go back if they had the option. They love being in the SEC. And I think that, uh, I, I, you know, I, I give Texas a hard time because it's Texas, but I think they, if they don't love it right away, I think some of them are delusional and think that, uh, that they're going to be dominant. And what they're not going to realize is, they are not going to get the favorable calls, the the the, the crazy uh, controversial calls that always seems to go for Texas and the SEC. They're, I mean, in, in the Big Twelve, they're not going to get those in the SEC. Those are reserved for Alabama. See, hey, Olin's already, hey, 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 Olin Buchanan, you know, he's figured this thing out. Olin Buchanan gets a lot that. of credit here. He's he's figured this thing out, Bean Star. He's cracked the code, Bino. Well, you know, I covered a lot of SEC games on my job before. Hey, 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 uh, hey, Olin, Bino here, who's with us on the air, took me under wing when I was a kid, right? And he said two things you need. And this is when I first started in radio like 30 years ago. And we're still together, which it really speaks volumes for his patience uh, more than anything in this equation. But he told me, Olin, he said, Tony, once you understand that this league in football is about Alabama and then it's about Kentucky and basketball and everything that's oriented around it, like you're, they're protected. Everybody else is going to pay the price with the NCAA. Every, unless they do something really egregious, everybody else is going to pay the price on the court. Everybody else is going to pay the price on the field. Every, and when you watch Alabama get those calls, oh, not only that, but all the bounces, the breaks, it's disgusting, isn't it? It's, it's definitely head scratching, right? I remember uh, I'm going way back, like 2014 or 15, and not only did was there not a call, there was uh, A&M was returning a punt. I mean, I'm sorry, a uh, kickoff against um, Alabama. I think they had a guy named I think his name was Mac Wilson, and he made a huge tackle, but it was as targeting as targeting can be. And even I think Gary Danielson was even there. Oh, you know. For Danielson to go to call out Alabama, that's something. And he was saying, oh, this is textbook targeting. And not only did they not get the targeting call, but somebody from the SEC office texted into, uh, I guess, CBS and said, no, this is not targeting and this is why. So when the <laughs> office is trying to run interference for you, uh, it's kind of hard to deny. Uh, well, where's the league office, Olin? Olin, where's the league? Here's my question, right? One dollar rent. I keep saying Knoxville will offer it to them for fifty cents. If it's all about your one dollar rent, we we give it to you for fifty cents up here. Yeah. See, I, I know technically it's the uh, the uh, uh, offices in Birmingham, but I think yeah, I don't know what Nick Saban's address is. Uh, but that's probably where it is. I, I always call him uh, Commissioner Saban and then Assistant Commissioner Sankey. Olin Buchanan, where have you been all my life? Bino, how great is this, dude? It's one of the great appearances of all time. I mean, you are on a freaking roll, Chief. You are on a roll. I am too old to worry about uh, repercussions. Join the club. Which is both, by the way, that's a dangerous place to be and a rather liberating place to be for the youth out there of America, wasting their time on being young. Um. 
Owen Buchanan joining. Let's talk A&M hoops. Man, they're ugly. But they play hard, but, boy, they're ugly. Uh, yeah, they, uh, guilty. Can't can't uh, deny it. They can't shoot. Uh, they have no inside game. They're one of the worst peri- uh, three-point shooting teams in the country. I think they're like 360, I want to say 365th or something like that. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's 356 out of 361. You know, something like they're like five from the bottom. And yet they're in the, the last time I checked, they were in the top, I think they were 65th in the country in three points attempted. Uh, so that'll make you scratch your head. Uh, again, no inside game. They're not big. They have one guy at 6'10", but uh, I think the rest of the starters are like 6'7". Um, and yet they will fight you and they will battle you and, uh, they will try to muck it up. Uh, they want to take you out of your game and do everything they can to just hang around, hang around, hang around and then see if they can't make a play late to beat you. And sometimes it's worked. Uh, most of the times it has. But, you know, they, they've they lost to Houston. Close game. Uh, really good game. Yeah. Right back in right. December. Florida Atlantic. Lost to them close. They're able to get one over uh, Kentucky. And then they go the next week and go up to Arkansas and lose. Because they, they got behind 20, by 20 points early in the in the first half. So, again, you're, you're right. They're ugly. You know, you, you, I, I can't deny that. But sometimes ugly can be beautiful in that sport, especially if they can drag Tennessee into the mud tomorrow night, you know, uh, which will be the goal. This Tennessee mm-hmm. team's playing faster offensively than any Barnes has had. It's the fastest playing uh, Tennessee team in close to two decades during the Bruce Pearl years when they were run and gun first couple years. It's uh, they, They've come back to that. They've, they've sort of uh, really acclimated themselves, obviously, around this Connect guy. What does what does A and M do with Connect defensively? I know they like to play a bunch of junk defenses. Will they have something special for him? <laughs> I, I, you know, that's fine uh, if you want to come up with something special for him. But then Ziegler's gonna uh, you got to worry about him, and you got to worry about the Scobie. And then I, I haven't seen Tennessee a lot this year, but a do if that's how he says his name, he's he pretty damn good to me. And we haven't even got to JJJ, uh, who did not play against A&M last year when A&M upset Tennessee here. So, um, you know, look, it's a tall order A&M is facing tomorrow. And uh, I think Tennessee, when I have watched them, that looks like one of the best teams in the country to me. I'm no basketball expert, but damn, they're good. And they have everything I think you're looking for. they got a lot of sides. Uh, guys who can score outside. They got a point guard who can who can uh, uh, penetrate and shoot. So I think what A and M has to do, uh, A and M's a good offensive rebounding team. They have to be because they'll acknowledge they're going to miss most of their shots. So they better uh, so, so they better get second and third chances. So um, I don't know that as good as and you, I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Connect as Connect. good as he is. Yes. Watching, um know that A&M can just I mean, they'll probably put their best defensive guy on him uh, uh, Jace Carter uh, who's a guy played at uh, he played at I think Chicago, uh, Illinois Chicago last year he's a, a first year transfer here and he's played pretty well on defense so I assume that he'll draw most of the assignment on him but uh, and A&M has some unorthodox Defensive, yep. and I don't have enough time to explain it. No, they junk around. Oh, they junk around yeah. now. It's it's good stuff. Like it's fun. Yeah. Around. Yep. 
Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know that they match up well at other positions um, uh, against Tennessee. So they're going to have to do – their recipe is to offensive rebound and, and try to slow your other team, get them out of their game, and just hang around and, and frustrate them and, and just be tenacious. Uh, and maybe Wade Taylor will get really hot. When Wade Taylor gets hot, he's uh, as good a player as there is in the country, but he's ex- incredibly streaky. Uh, and Boots Radford, who has, has scored over 20 points the last two games, he's been injured a lot this year, but he's coming around. Um, he's going to attack the basket. And so A&M needs to draw fouls. Uh, they're going to get shots blocked, but they need to draw fouls. Last year, I think they, you know, I don't have it right in front of me, but they shot over 30 free throws against Tennessee. And they're going to have to draw fouls and get second yep. chances and, and, you know, do some good things on defense. And that's going to be hard to do. That game lasted six hours last year. Bino, Jeff, because we'll be on with Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime tomorrow uh, night when that thing ends. Hopefully some midnight madness tomorrow. <laughs> Bino, jump in here with uh, Olin Buchanan, Texas Ags. Uh, dot com joining us on the on the uh, on the uh, show. Go ahead, Bino. Olin, I, I I saw where Anderson Garcia has a hundred and ninety five rebounds. How is ninety five of which are offense? How is that even possible? He he. Let me tell you something. That kid is amazing. He's only six seven, and I wonder if he's that. But but he is amazing. You know, you had those guys that just somehow always where they're supposed to be. And he's just one of those guys that has an incredible amount of energy. I get worn out watching him. And um, he just never stops, and he's a heady player, and he always, like I said, seems to be in the right place. Uh, and what he does is he, he tips a lot of balls out to his teammates. You know, because he, if he can't get the rebound, and a lot of times he, you know, he's shorter than guys he's trying to rebound against, he is very good. It looks like he's playing volleyball, and, and he'll – Slap the ball out uh, to a teammate. He's really good at that. But I don't know where they'd be without him. And, you know, he came here from Mississippi State uh, last year, and I don't know. He may be the best thing to ever come out of Mississippi. Definitely the best thing to come out of Mississippi and came to Texas. Olin, on the way out, if folks want to interact with you, how do they do so? You are a man. You're 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 a man after my own heart. You're a takesman, brother. You are a takesman. <laughs> Well, I don't know what that is, but I appreciate it. I'll tell you this. If you want to uh, follow us at TexAgs.com, we'd appreciate the look. It's an abbreviated version of Texas Aggies. Just TexAgs.com. You can follow TexAgs on, on Twitter or X or whatever they want to call it these days at the same, uh, at the same uh, name, TexAgs. And if you want to give me a follow, I'd appreciate it if you would on, on X slash Twitter. It's Olin Buchanan. I don't hide behind a pseudonym. And if you can figure out how to spell my name, I don't think it's that hard. But if you can, you can figure out how to uh, follow me, and I'd appreciate it if you would. You happen to be the man. Much love to you. And I hope we can have you back in like three weeks when we do the return match in Knoxville. Hey, anytime, guys. You just give me a call. I lived up in Franklin for six years. Beautiful. Great time of my life. Uh, Tennessee was good to me, so I'll always be uh, available for the good folks in Tennessee. You're the man, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. On the TLD Logistics hotline, online at tldlogistics.com, the great Jim Peters said they got a they got some stuff moving right around College Station as we speak. So it's very exciting there. One world, it's our world. 
on the TLD Logistics Hotline, online at tldlogistics.com. And Bino, Jeff, that guy was breaking it down scientifically, moving left to right across your device. Tony, him saying that bringing Texas into your conference is like marrying a stripper because it's hot and it's sexy, but you got to deal with all of that. That is one of the great lines that's ever been uttered on this show. On ever, on anywhere. Anywhere. Not this show. I mean, just anywhere. Beautiful. Let's go to Brian Circle him. Put two stars by his name. And if I could, I'd, I'd give that guy some dark chocolate strawberries. Bino, would you go milk white or dark chocolate on those chocolate-covered strawberries from Bradley's? Where would you go? Oh, you can't miss, Tony. It doesn't matter, but I'm I'm more milk chocolate guy. I love me some dark chocolate, y'all. I had a, made a little thing this morning with some yogurt, um, put some dark chocolate in it, and then put some dark chocolate cacao, one piece. That's 100% dark chocolate, unsweetened. Sweetened it with stevia. Threw some blueberries in it, some bananas in it, uh, frozen bananas, blueberries, and walnuts. And I got some rocket fuel in me right now. Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on the air. Hey, time to see. Hey, appreciate you hanging on. That was a great call by Owen Buchanan. That guy was amazing. You said you were just going to take a minute. I know. I was going to take a minute, right? I was going to blow him off. And I was like, this oh. is too good, man. I can't do this. I think, oh, man, don't you, if you hang up on him, I'm quitting. <laughs> that, guy was, that guy was good. I love what he said about uh, about Texas destroying every league that they've been in, and that's that's my observation as well. Um, they just get the, the big head and think that they own the league, and it's it's all about them. And it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic works out over here. Um, Especially with Saban then, leaving the league as they join. But that league office, and here's what mm-hmm. I'd say to Olin or anybody listening, when you work, worship, and play around one fan base, it's always going to shade that team's way. And it's not Auburn. Sure. Auburn has so little say in the state of Alabama. It's all those roll tiders oh, and those bammers exactly right. and those heavy-handed well, knuckle-draggers. Oh, I know. Hey, listen, don't, don't forget, the first time, the first time that Alabama ever played at Auburn was 1989. 89. That was... Seven years after Bear did. Yep, the first time. I mean, That's incredible. Yeah. As far as Saban going away, um, is he really going away or is he just going to kind of sit in the background and pull the strings? I mean, let's let's be honest here. Um, he's going to take an ESPN job. He's going to be on there <clears throat> during the uh, weekends. He's not going away. I, you know, to get him not, to so smile on the sideline. Does you know he I mean? does he sit on his head, Bino, to get that upside down smile right? How does he do that? How will he do the upside down? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what that's going to look like. I, I think outside the coaching realm, we'll we'll see Saban smile a little bit. I have a prediction for you. He'll be excellent on there. He'll be well prepared and excellent. A uh, yeah. little prediction for you, you there. Know, so if uh, if the NCAA was so interested in NIL yep. and spreading the money around and is there any interest in Colorado? I mean, they seem to do a lot of that in the offseason. I'm just saying. Um, and, you know, you're talking the other day about how uh, how they had to come after Tennessee because we didn't suffer enough or we weren't down for long enough. But all we're doing is the same thing that anybody else who's been in a hole in terms of compliance has done is spend some money and get yourself out of it. So when Alabama was 
uh, about to get the death penalty 20 years ago and deserved it, what was the next thing they did after that? They laid down $6 million and went and hired Nick Saban. Kind of like what Tennessee's doing with, or what has been done with Spire and with Nico and all of that NIL stuff. It's the same kind of thing. You know, everybody does that. Some folks do it better than others. And how about I the guy, how about the guy in your state the other day, uh, flashing, flashing his Lamborghini online? With a Lamborghini dealership. Uh, all I can say is, man, you, you probably better park and stay out the way. I've heard about how they drive around Athens. I mean, That's a Brian. A, Brian had an off-color joke, too. I mean, I, I, I hate the joke about that. There, yeah, I don't my, want to. Yeah. My gosh, that's, a, that's real. And we're going to give him a Lamborghini. Okay. Well, I'm going to stay far away from Athens. Let me tell you that. $260,000 um, automobile. Flaunting it in everybody's face. What's the over-under hey, what's, what's over on how... <laughs> what's the over-under on how long it takes him to ding that up? You know, anything. Just a, a you know, clip a mailbox, um, a curb, you know, anything. Well, if he were near me, if he were near me, I had a... You know, I was at the Ingalls the other day. Bino you know, like this story. Because Bino you know, about ran me over and broke my <laughs> broke both feet the other day uh, at our watch party. But Bino, you know, a couple... a Are day after talking I, about that? Well, no, well, no, no. Only to reference this. I went to the store the other day and pushed my cart from like 50 feet like we all do and tried to get it into the slot, and I missed the slot, and my cart or buggy, which you call it, started to roll, and it was heading for like a brand-new high-end car, and I had to make a snap decision. Do I run after it and chase it and risk being the one who catches it right before it hits the car, or do I just walk away and get my car real quick and leave? I decided to run ahead and chase it, and I stopped that thing right before it went into this quarter panel of somebody's car. Because there's no uh, doubt. I, I shoved that cart, but I, I didn't know I could run that fast. <laughs> and by the way, well, the, the long and short of it is, if that was that kid's Lamborghini there and I knew that was that kid, no, Al, never mind. Not that big of a yeah. neck. I'm kind of a neck, though. You know, I, w- I wanted to throw another analogy out here um, with, with all of this NIM yeah. business. Something I've been thinking about, um, you know, the Ed O'Bannon case is really kind of the D-Day for NIL, the Omaha Beach that got all of this started. And I think where we're at now is the Battle of the Bulge. Because what you've got with the NCAA, what, what the Battle of the Bulge was, was a desperate attempt to throw, um, throw an army into a battle to divide the lines and to make it so costly and uh, in terms of time and materials that the Allies would would weaken and instead of asking for an unconditional surrender, actually give them terms that were favorable. And that was, I think that's kind of what this looks like to me from what the NCAA is doing. They still got that all or nothing kind of attitude about how they're approaching this. Um, one of the, one of the things I was just thinking on the way into the show was, uh, you know, that Kansas hung a banner and they were cheaters and you knew it. And there's the, there's Mark Hammer handing them the trophy or whatever. Michigan just won the CFP, and, you know, you had Connor Stallions and no telling how many games Jim Harbaugh served as suspension. So they got to go punish somebody, right? Well, they ain't done anything to those guys, so, well, let's go after Tennessee. Uh, it's it's not the Regal that ever gets punished. It's, it's teams like us. No I think question about it, man. Thank anyway. you, brother. Hey, let me, yeah, thank let me you. throw out a little alternate theory here for you and Tony. All right. Uh, it kind of runs along the lines of Tony's 
uh, Nico looked too good on New Year's. I, I said this earlier, and I believe, I think this is a John Gotti-like thing. We were in the midst of an NCAA uh, investigation when this in a, a collective stuff first started. And we were bold enough to step out there during that time uh, and kind of make one of the early splash signings. Uh, and I, I think they look at us just like the feds. And then we had the unfortunate athletic uh, article uh, that put us out in the limelight even even more. I think they look at us just like the feds did John Gotti. Here we were in one trial, and we're out there. We're shooting fireworks at the Raven Night. We're on the front of Time magazine. Uh, they just said, we're going to get them. Couldn't agree more. Back to the phones we go. Probably that athletic article with David Ubbin was really dumb uh, in retrospect. He had a one, one misstep Tennessee had. It was that one. Let's go back to the phones we go. Hello, you're better off saying nothing and just dealing in the shadows. Hello and welcome into our next call. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Bino, how you doing, my brother? Hello, Florida. How are you doing? Florida. Little B, I'm going to call little Brian, Brian Little B, and you Big B, Tony. But listen, man, what, what has to become a time, Bino? And I'm not getting on you, Bino. When we, when we kind of put John Gotti in the conversation of, you know, y'all been prepared to well, we him, just, man. We just, uh, we just had a last caller say something about the Battle of the Bulge. I thought he was getting ready to call me Fat Tony. So uh, no, I guess no, it all no, ties no, back you... to the mob. No no molly whopping today, Tony B. I'm just well, he just to, said to bring some sensibility Gosh, to this. Brian, I'm just trying to bring some sensibility to this stuff. He called but me Wop again. Do you, do you remember when Jaden Rashada from Florida did all that stuff to us? Man, you was on me like hot butter on a breakfast toast, son. Well, you I mean, guys you defaulted on a payment to him. Hold on, B. Hold on, B. Whatever it is, it was. A, it was. It is what it is. You defaulted on a payment to him. You opened yourself up to that Rashada thing. That's B? why the NCAA went B? after you. You were low hanging fruit to them. But so, so because they, now they're going after y'all, which I, I want Nico to play. I'm not a hater like you. Well, you I must want to get beat by five touchdowns. I can appreciate that because that's what's going to happen to you. Listen, you thought he's on throw for four. He's on throw for three hundred on you. He's going to run for one fifty, and Tennessee going to beat you by four scores next year. Same thing you thought about Joe Milton. And he's Joe at Milton, I never said that about <laughs> Joe Milton. Put that in my mouth. Hey, Bino, hey, Bino, hey, you see how your boy always change? He, he changes tune, man. When I come back at him, man, it's always something with Tony B. But listen, man, I want re- I want I want Nico to play, and, and like I said, if. What if that Tennessee gave him eight million and a Lamborghini? We don't know what and a free flight over here off a private jet. So what, what does that mean, man? It's over. They, they they can't do nothing to him. What what if he, what if they decide Tony B to say, oh he did this and he did that? Y'all can still let him play because NIL was in effect when he when he did all that. It was in effect. So the NCAA brothers is really nothing. They're on their last ditch effort to try to do whatever they can to do to stay relevant with whatever they can be relevant with, bro. I'd much rather them being trying to be relevant with you in Florida State, though. I don't know why they're back here. We just got out of their jail, man. Well, Tony B, you ain't never been to jail, Tony B? In jail without the bail. Do you remember that jam? I'm in jail. I'm in jail without the bail. I 
I've been in Facebook jail so damn much, Tony B. I don't know whether I don't know whether I'm going to come. So you pop off on people on Facebook and they put you in Facebook yeah, jail. That's yes, next sir. level, right there, dude. I pop off on. I don't give a damn about no jail, Tony B. He's like, uh, so you got Twittyets, Bry? What do you call the people that act up on Facebook, Bry? You got the Twittyets? We got to come up with a name for the for the uh, the fake bookers of the world. I love you, Kelv. Kelv, who wins? Hey, hey, who wins the Super Bowl? Who wins the Super Bowl Sunday? Who you got? I'm a I've been a 49er since 1984, bro. I, I, I change now. We gonna mollywop them because you know what? Everybody giving Patrick Mahomes all this love. He's the best. I did pretty good, too. And, and, and you know what? They're going to get to him, too. So guess what? It's going to be a game. Go play and put your money on uh, uh, Kansas City, and we'll see what happens. In the game today, Patrick Mahomes is, uh, I think, the, the the one guy you don't want to cross from you. He's working miracles. You're like, um, he's, got no, he's, got no, he's got no receiving core, but you know, how are they here? He's got no receiving core. I have no idea how they've done it this year. Kevin, i got to find you on Facebook. Thank you. I got rid of him. He was having a conversation in the background. That's bad for radio. I uh, I figured out what to call people who act up on Facebook. Right. Call them Molly Walkers. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome into our next call. TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime Special coming up. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. Ali Zen will be here. Mr. C will be here. Bino will be here. Brian will be here. I'll be here. Hello and welcome into our next call. We'll go through some of the props, some of the fun, and the frivolity. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony. Welcome in. Tony? Yes, hello. How you doing? I am blessed to be here. How about yourself? Amen, amen. I just have one comment today, and this is basically uh, concerning the NCAA to the public, to all the teams, and to all the players. Do not, do not let them bring you down. Don't let them stop your momentum. Keep on pushing because that's the ploy that they use to bring you down. If they feel like you're moving a step forward, they want to take you two steps back. So don't do it. Don't let them bring you down. And that's my comment. Amen to that. And I appreciate your call. For years and years, the NCAA used those kids to get wealthy. Used, used them. Let's just call it what it is. They used them. And then we're in a, we're in a place here where, oh, my God, I mean, they flew them on two flights. We got them on a technicality, like Bino said. You know, he, he filled out an incorrect tax return, John Gotti. We got them on a technicality. Let's throw the book at them. Amen to that. And hallelujah. There is a sense of that, Bino. We, we all of a sudden, the week before this whole thing break, we all declared a perfect week in Rocky Top. Harmony in the land. Yeah. And Mitch Kupchak came back. There's literally a big old goofy goon that's walking on the earth named Mitch Kupchak. <laughs> you just evoked his name. Because we're 12. He's our pseudo-AD all the time. Oh, my gosh. I like being 12, though. It beats the alternative. Stay young in heart. Hello and welcome, as uh, Maurice White once said. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Shepardo. What's going on, Josh? 
Hey, Ben, I have a question for you. Hit it, Joshy boy. Wings! Ben, what am I doing? Ben, wings! Ben, uh, have you ran anybody over in a parking lot lately? Oh, Just boy. wondering. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, not since, uh, not since last Saturday. I go in for my <laughs> retest, though, here pretty quickly, so. Yeah, you, uh... You need to go take your retest, take that clipboard, and you know the rest. I, I did a, uh, we were having a tender moment, me and Bino. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he guns that car. Like, he didn't just <laughs> push the gas. Okay, I mean, to be honest with you, Josh, that night I couldn't get to sleep. I had, like, the restless leg thing going because I kept thinking about what it would have <laughs> felt like if Bino would have hit me. How, uh, how mad were you, Tony? Uh, when he came in, I was literally thinking about employing the services of Artemis, who was at your table, who has yeah. my legs growing out of his arm sockets. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about employing Artemis' services to DDT Bino right in front of the gaggle of friends that he was with, yeah. including Fryer. Guys, uh, have you seen the side-by-side pictures of uh, Brock Purdy and Lee Harvey Oswald? <laughs> look look it up it's true <laughs> have you tony no but i'm doing it right now not. hang on let's be yeah, let's google this being let's google this together on the air yeah, shall we, we? side by side let's see here side by hang on side my favorite thing is when people on Google are really Googling or doing the same thing, by side, Purdy. Oh, my gosh, they did it. Purdy yeah. and, Har- and and Oswald side by side. It's out there. People are talking about this. You looking at it, Bino? I'm looking at it. What do you think, Tony? <laughs> I think they're related. Might be. Brock Purdy said the following <laughs> at a press conference two days ago. I haven't thought about it. This is the first time I'm hearing it. Super Bowl Media Day brought two questions for Brock Purdy regarding his resemblance to Lee Harvey Oswald. And he was not not a happy camper uh, during the wow. second one, Bino. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. Perky hemmed and hawed for a second before simply saying with a bit of a smile, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the This was introduced by ex-user, Twitter user, Josh Chavis. Chavy Wavy posted a side-by-side comparison of Oswald and Purdy. Several people, including Joshy Boy, have latched onto it. Do you think they're related somehow, Joshy Boy? Maybe so. Hey, Tony, uh, out the door, I just uh, got one thing to say, all right? You ready? Yep. yep. So uh, I'm going to be the honorable man and apologize for some of my comments yesterday. Let's just leave it at that. Thank you. No, no. No, 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 thank uh, you. Thank Tony, you. It's a very, Tony, it's a very good apology. Thank Tony, you. No, I'm not done. Thank- I'm not done. But uh, you should apologize to Nashville Lee and Rusty needs to apologize to Adam Sparks and Polish Joe needs to apologize to everyone because his call sucks. 
Glad I let that go. And Bino, you are a simpleton hey, uh, for laughing at when I said Chavy Wavy. You're a simpleton. I heard you laugh. <laughs> that popped you, Bino. And that's you're a you're a simpleton for that. No offense. Go ahead, Bry. Has anyone done a side by side of Pat Mahomes and Kermit the Frog? There is no doubt that Pat Mahomes looks like a Muppet. Now I was called Beaker in high school, which really wasn't funny. <laughs> It's not fun, man. When I was a kid, they called me Young Frankenstein. Two kids on a school bus tried to uh, put bolts on my neck, glue bolts on me. It's not funny, Bino. No, it's not. This is is. stuff in my heart. It's not Scarred me. I mean, you're laughing. You're derisively laughing at my childhood. I I laugh. I told you, I laugh when I'm mad. My hair was uh, kind of matted and funny and... um, very thick, steel wooly almost, and uh, they called me Scungy when I was a young kid at the swimming pool. The older kids would try to uh, pass gas on my head, you know. Do you find that funny? I find it funny. You know, I'm pouring my heart. I'm pouring my heart out before my audience here. Let's come back on the other side as we continue and get some more. <laughs> calls in after this this is trip stoltz with columbia ace hardware i love listening to 101.7 wkom fm columbia tennessee celebrate you with a new vehicle from chrysler dodge jeep ram of columbia we have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you we're talking cars trucks and suvs and if you're in the business of selling your vehicle we've got you covered we'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us at chrysler dodge jeep ram of columbia we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest cdjr dealership in tennessee find your new ride today when you visit chrysler dodge jeep ram of columbia Celebrate love with Tillis Jewelry's exclusive Valentine's Day Pink Box Special. Surprise your special someone with an exquisite piece from our collection, elegantly presented in a charming pink box. Each box comes with delectable chocolates and is adorned with a beautiful white bow. My name is Jenna, and this Valentine's Day, let's make it unforgettable. Because when you choose Tillis, you're not just giving a gift, you're creating a moment that will be cherished forever. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915-Columbia and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, southern middle Tennessee, and north Alabama. 
Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickwire Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Minutes matter when you call 911 for a heart attack, and Murray Regional Health is ready to care for you. Utilizing the state-of-the-art cardiac cath lab at Murray Regional Medical Center, our team of expert cardiologists and experienced clinical professionals are equipped to investigate heart conditions quickly and perform life-saving interventional procedures. Go to murrayregional.com heart to learn more. And remember, always dial 911 when you or someone near you is experiencing heart attack symptoms. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM, 101.7 FM. 
Debbie Matthews, realtor, and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard, and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Hi, I'm Kurt Green, and I'm with 7th Element, and we're going to be in the Columbia area at Columbia State Community College at the Cherry Theater, February 24th. That's Saturday, February 24th, and we would love for you to be there. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite, and just look for 7th Element and Friends. Concert's going to be at 6 p.m., 6 p.m., and you can find us at 7thElement.com, 7thElement.com. It's February, and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So let's do some quick Vol talk here, and then we'll go back to the phones. Vol's in the pros. Poor Grant Williams. Poor rich Grant Williams. You would think, you know, getting traded to your hometown team in Charlotte, he, he got traded to the Washington Generals. And he's a highly competitive guy. And that had to hurt his heart yesterday when he found out that news that he was going to a team that's 10 and 40. Just a horrendous franchise. That Charlotte franchise, uh, Brian, might be one of the worst in professional sports, really, at the end of the day. Any, any franchise that would employ Buzz Peterson would expect. That's, uh, no offense, Buzz. That's a little unnecessary. Do it, Brian. Do 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 a little buzz for us. Oh, I know my brother's book so ripple here. We gotta get bro slip on roster. You know, <laughs> get up to maybe twenty wins next year. I don't know. What is going on on this show today? Um, so Jaden Springer uh, changes teams. Um, Philly radio was in freaking credible yesterday with some of the deals they made and how angry people were. Um, but Jaden Springer is now Celtic, Brian. You guys love – how many falls have you all had, Brian, on your roster down through the years? Well, just recently three, and then I go back to Steve Hamer, who was drafted by the Celtics and played a little bit back in the, I guess, mid to late 90s. But The money man! Money Hamer! You had Grant Williams and Josh Richardson even, and now Jaden Springer. Josh Richardson. I forgot all about Josh Richardson. He actually was brought over in the – he was actually sent to the Spurs in the trade for Derek White. You know, do you remember Josh Richardson putting on a Celtic uniform? Did he put a Celtic uniform on, Brian, or are you just counting him? Yeah, he did actually play for the Celtics for the first half of the 21-22 season. What? And then they tra- they traded him at the deadline for – they traded him for Derek White. They sent him to the Spurs, and now I think Josh is back with the Heat. Even up? The even NBA. up? They got him for Derek. And there was some other – well, there were some other players involved, too. It wasn't just him. But okay, because that's called stealing. Where I come from, that's yeah. called stealing. It's probably stealing anyway. But poor you, Grant you Williams. 
you think the city of Charlotte ever sits around and thinks, maybe this pro sports thing wasn't such a good idea after all? That's such a great point. Well, they've been point. to a Super Bowl. They've been to two Super Bowls the Panthers have, so. But they were fifteen and one that one year. But there, and of course, I went over there for a game that year. The in between times have been, the lows are but low, so low. They've been very bad. Yeah, I, like one in fifteen type, two and fourteen. But that basketball franchise season. is absolutely horrendous. The basketball for the, the Hornets have never done anything. Okay, so to the radio listener, the Super Bowl is on the line on Sunday. Aval is going to going to win a Super Bowl. Trey Smith has already won one. Jawan Jennings is going for one. I don't know who I think is going to win the game. I, I don't know what to think about that game. I really don't. I mean, I I can't bet against. I hope it's a close game. You just can't bet against Pat Mahomes. But Brian, how many Vols have held up the Lombardi Trophy? What's the number, Brian? Forty total have held up the Lombardi Trophy, and a few of those have multiple. Super but Bowl forty rings. total. But forty different balls have had a, have been a Super Bowl champion. That is utterly terrific. Seventy-four total former balls have played in a Super Bowl. That is utterly terrific. Bino, do you find that number higher or lower than what you would have thought? Forty balls, way higher. Yeah, I agree with that. Way higher. That's a lot of people. I wonder who the most. Um, what would the term be? Because I'm using the. I'm, I'm going to choose my words carefully here. But who the most uh, obscure would be, Brian? Like if you did a true or false, so and so won a won a Super Bowl. Because truthfully, when guys get in there get into the pros, you know, you tend to lose track of them. And there's a ton of guys in the NFL, a ton of them. So you might have made it as a special teams player or a specialist well, or Bill a holder. Bates, Bill Bates is an example of that. Well, he's a Hall of Fame player, though, or from from his era in terms of just the publicity he special. garnered. I'm talking about yeah. bit, bit players, though, like guys that were like second or third team cornerback second team wide receivers that were on a roster and you just didn't know it. Uh, at any rate, we'll go back to our phones. 865-200-5402 on a day where we've had a lot of laughs. Thank you. It's good to laugh. Thank you, Bino. I need it today, man. I need to laugh a little bit. Oh, I was thinking the same thing, Tony. I was thinking it's just been, this show's been a breath of fresh air today. Back to the phones we go. TLD Logistics phone line. TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime coming up here. Um, we'll get our next call in. Hello and welcome. When it gets too much, I need to feel your touch. I'm going to run to you. Because when the feeling's right, I'm going to run all night. I'm going to run to you. I'm running to you today, Tony. I need your touch. That sounds like some East Tennessee beat poetry right there out of you. <laughs> you are you going to be running to uh, Tony Viles Friday night? Are you kidding me? I, over my breakfast this morning, had the thought that we're one week away from seeing that man smile in that dugout. You know, those chicklets. You know, you know, I'm funny. Know, that's that's healthy, that. 
How pumped are you, Bino, for that next week? How pumped are you for the beginning of it? I'm I'm ready for college baseball to crank up. Yes, sir. It's a great, great appetizer for the beginning of uh, Major League Baseball season. It's a wonderful sign that we're about out of this stuff. Of course, Matt Dixon will be over there sitting in all that inclement weather because that's how he rolls. It's funny that you brought that up, Tony. I was just thinking that last night. I said, boy, Tony's dream come true will be happening Friday. Those white teeth, those skinny Italian buns. Do you think Do you think about this show when I'm not on? Do you ever sit around and think about the show, Freddie Jack? You know, it's funny that you brought that up. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah. When I'm in the grocery store, I think about this show all the time. I'll hear a song. I'll think, huh, how does that relate to Tony? I'll be in the meat section. I'll see, uh, you know, a lot of Italian meats, and I'll think about you. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to give him another run on his call on t- for some reason on TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime, and then it better get better or it's not going to be a long one. To the radio listener, I thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. God willing, we'll come back on Monday and do this all over again. Um, I'm going to make my prediction for the Super Bowl, and I've been hot Tony, even in the NFL playoffs, hot Tony. So we'll see if I can finish well. But uh, in the meantime, Bino will stay with us. Brian will stay with us. And I want to thank you for being with us. Check us out at tclub.team. Check us out tomorrow after the game. Spread the word, Thunderbird. What's a price? 40 twice. I've got your number. Let's come back on the other side. It's Garza Law. Uh, actually, it's going to be TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime. We love you. Peace. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.